Hi, everyone, and welcome to the Family Health Podcast, a podcast for families and leaders that want to strengthen families. My name is Dr. Corey Gilbert, an author, university professor, licensed professional counselor, a life coach, and researcher, and speaker on topics such as trauma, abuse, sexual ethics, and gender, and sexuality issues today. I will be your host. In this podcast, we'll be focusing on four areas. See these as a quadrant, your health, your purpose, your relationships, and your work. Each week, we'll be diving into one of these four areas with the goal of challenging you and encouraging you in building strong families. We're sponsored by the Family Launch Academy, a community of families, parents, and leaders that want to see their children launched well into adulthood, prepared for what's to come. Find out more about the community, resources, courses, trainings, and Q&As with me, Dr. Gilbert, and the Family Launch Academy by joining our free Facebook group at facebook.com slash groups slash Family Launch Academy. Now let's get into this week's episode. Hey there, this is Dr. Corey Gilbert with the Family Health Podcast, and I'm excited to dive into this next episode where we continue our conversation about same-sex attraction, but looking at what uh, do I say or do as a parent. Um, And then a very, very critical piece of this puzzle, as you've heard me say, it's the care and compassion, a biblical response. Um, So we're going to look at that. It's going to be brief, but it's very, very important today. So let's dive in. Have you ever made an impulsive purchase without stopping to check your budget? What about realizing you have uh, blanked out while driving and do not remember the past few miles and turns? These are examples of how easily we act without thinking. Are we thinking? Yes, we are. Our operating system is running in the background in our subconscious. If it is so outside of our consciousness, our awareness, did we really think it through? Nope. The goal is to move our decision-making to the forefront, to the prefrontal cortex, so that there can be an honest evaluation and appraisal of the decision to be made. If you do this in front of your children, you are showing them through your example of the process that they need to go through when they need to make a wise decision. Doing this a couple, uh, doing this as a couple, when you make a decision on a big purchase as a family is an important lesson for your children to see. Act impulsively as a parent, and surprise, your children will most likely act impulsively as well. Model moving things out of the subconscious and into the decision-making center, the prefrontal cortex, and you are giving your children a layer of defense against the part of themselves that wants to act based on their emotions and impulses, which cannot be trusted. Sin loves the operating system of the subconscious. It can sit there and work in the background, corroding the system, and we don't even notice. We must be leaders. We must help expose sin and darkness. We need to do so in a tactful manner, though, so that the future of our relationship is preserved. So what should we do if our son or daughter expresses they have attractions toward the same sex? Listen. Be patient. Challenge them to think deeper. Have conversations that are shaping of their worldview, but not demanding that they conform or feel something they do not feel. The more that these feelings and attractions can be processed verbally and not in the subconscious operating system, the better. This could be with you, a caring caring Christian counselor, a mentor, or a teacher. Do these feelings ever change? Actually, yes, they do. This is why we must be vigilant earlier than we probably expect in order to have these defining and honest micro-conversations regarding what is right and wrong. You can do this intentionally, or society and the media will be glad to do it for you. Remember the space of same-sex attraction that I was talking about earlier. This is what I want you to be able to create. Once an identity is settled upon, 
and once they have engaged in sexual activity with the same sex, further movement becomes much more difficult. The process of identity formation is a critical process we all go through. It matters who we say we are and how we define ourselves. This goes for all areas and parts of ourselves. If you tell yourself that you're just a lazy bum, don't be surprised at how this plays out down the road. If you tell yourself that you're not smart and you can't learn, you'll find your limiting beliefs are becoming true in your life. So take every thought captive. Scrutinize it and decide whether it is capital T truth or not. Do this consciously, intentionally, and knowing that it will be a battle. Do not settle for being guided by feelings or attractions. Don't let a desire become your identity. Now, speaking of care and compassion and a biblical response, moms and dads often ask me how they can love their child without accepting or supporting their behavior or lifestyle. This is a heart-wrenching place to be in as a leader or a parent. There's a setup in the system today that allows only two options going forward. You must either accept me as I am without asking asking anything of me, or you hate me. It is scary and limiting to view reality this way. So many people, young and old, make a decision that changes their life forever and has a huge impact on those that love them, yet everyone else must remain silent and accept it or be labeled a hater. What you and your child believe about love matters. Some people's definition of love means that anything, and others cannot use um, their own discernment to make judgments or question anything they do. This person will seldom see growth or maturity. Other people have a definition of love that allows others to use their own discernment, challenge them, and just disagree. This person will experience growth and enjoy their relationships. Which of these is biblical? I would have to say the latter one. God loves us so much that he does not let us stay as we are, but expects growth, maturity, and sacrifice so that we become more and more like Christ every day. The first definition of love demands its own way, and it's looking out only for itself, not the other person. So what does care and compassion look like? It is being gentle, yet still pushing. It is having compassion, but not lowering your standards. When you were five years old, the bar was pretty low. At 15, it gets higher. At 25, it rises again. When you were a new believer, you were adopted and no requirements, with no requirements. Ten years later, though, you were being shaped, challenged, and there was an expectation that your life would bear fruit. Expect more out of others. Expect more out of them, though, with care and compassion, not an iron fist or with demands. Think of it this way. You're playing the long game. They may not be willing to listen to you today, so remain in their life. Listen. Be compassionate. Show genuine care for them. Playing the long game is staying in relationship so that when their life falls apart, and it does in everyone's story, you are there and have been there as a constant reminder of God's love. Remember that loving another is all about the long game. God is at work. You only You are only a small instrument. He changes people. Nagging, sarcasm, and anger are not tools he uses. Be consistent in your love for them. Wait expectantly for an opening to enter a new level of relationship where they may listen to you for the first time. Be present, even if it is uncomfortable. Choose your battles wisely, ruled by God's love for them, 
and with care and compassion. What is the, this compassion? It is a breaking heart for someone you deeply love. It is patience. It is endurance. It is the long game. Bless you and your family as you navigate this together and know that there's always support. Uh, find out more at healinglives.com. And again, I just hope great things for you and your family. Thanks for tuning in to the Family Health Podcast. I hope these become valuable resources full of encouragement and challenges as you lead your family well and with confidence and definitely not alone. Find out more about marriage and family life coaching and consulting at healinglives.com. I want to help you and your family be successful in marriage, love, life, and family. Thank you to our sponsor, the Family Launch Academy. To get your family moving in the right direction quickly, check out our website, healinglives.com, for available options that will serve your family best, from counseling and coaching to seminars, online courses, and more. It is an honor to serve.